In this episode, we're going to identify the stones that are weighing you down, understand how these old thoughts and limiting beliefs are sabotaging us and holding us back from the kick-ass life we could be living, and how to release our stones and live a lighter life. This is one that there's an exercise attached to it. Like you're going to have to do something after this. You're going to have to go. There's some homework. There's some arts and crafts involved. And at the end of this podcast, there's a field trip. It's going to be amazing. Straight from the boardroom to the microphone. I'm April Garcia, and this is Pivot Me. Easily applied tools and hacks to get you ahead. This isn't just a podcast. This is an upgrade for your life. Helping good people become even better. This is Pivot Me. All right, let's settle into this. Let's get comfortable. Get yourself maybe a cup of coffee. I'm drinking some winter apple tea. It's in my mug. There's there's something, if we're going to know each other real well, there's something you got to know about me. And it is that I love cups with inspirational messages on it. This is like a thing for me, right? So I like things that make me feel motivated, that pump me up. In fact, right now I'm drinking my winter apple tea out of a mug that says hustle juice, which I love. Um, Though I feel like if it's hustle juice, I should be drinking coffee out of it. And it feels a little, a little weak to put tea in it that actually is decaffeinated tea. But I'm going to go with it. I'm going to own it. So I got my hustle juice mug on. I've got my podcast topic ready. Let's dig into our stones. Imagine if you lived your whole life walking around every day carrying a bunch of stones in your pocket. Can you feel how heavy and uncomfortable that would be? That stone would be, and the stones are different sizes, right? They'll make your pockets bulge and make it uncomfortable to walk or run or even sit. They are with you all the time, changing how you move, how you function in this world. And you'd probably be pretty self-conscious about it too, thinking about, is everybody looking at those stones in your pocket? Hey, is that a stone in your pocket? Are you happy to be listening to this podcast? You might get a little insecure about all these bulging stones in your pocket. But even with all these negatives, you still keep the stones in your pocket, even if getting rid of them would make you feel lighter, healthier, and happier. You've never known a life without these stones in your pocket. So maybe you've accepted that those are just your stones, your burden to bear. That's how you do life. Maybe you're scared of living a new life without these stones because they're familiar. You're used to the way that your pants fit with these stones in your pocket. I know this visual can sound oversimplified, but the truth is many of us do walk around with this heaviness every single day. Our worries, our regrets, our preconceptions, our ideas of what people are thinking about us, maybe even our shame. These stones keep us from running full speed to joy and stop us from sitting in the contentment of our lives. These stones are often the reasons we self-sabotage. We stop ourselves from really living or going big or, or desperately going after this thing that we want because we're carrying around a bunch of extra weight. Even for very successful people, they have these stones. Self-sabotage comes up often in business. It's a topic that's frequently discussed. And here's the thing, I emphasize successful people because they're people that many assume once you get to a certain level of success, professional income wise, that these stones just go away. But if you think about it, you don't really need to look any farther than actors and musicians to see that these stones are too heavy for many people to carry. Whether it's the weight of indecision, the weight of regret, 
the weight of a way that we're sabotaging ourselves. Because the truth is, when my office door closes and the phones go on airplane mode, that's when they turn to me and say, I'm screwing up. I don't know what I'm doing or why I still believe this. That's when those things come up. The stone is sort of this this physical representation of something that's going on in our mind, right? Like whether it's the way we self-sabotage or regret or something that we've done that we're carrying with us that are weighing it down. So I use the stone as a way of sort of helping you visualize this thing that you're carrying. So maybe if you if you struggle with, with self-worth issues, you've got this stone in your pocket and you're carrying it around, even though it doesn't serve you, even though it hurts you, you're still carrying it around. When we talk about self-sabotage, we really have to recognize what our triggers are for self-sabotage. Sometimes it's seeing that person again who told us we were lazy when we were a kid. Sometimes it's seeing an ex. There are triggers that make us feel scared, unworthy, or take us out of our comfort zone. And it's okay to get uncomfortable. We got to get uncomfortable to, to reach for something. But sometimes when we're getting uncomfortable growing, well, those triggers suddenly appear. And then we hold tightly to our stones. They make us heavier. They start they start telling us, maybe this isn't me, maybe this isn't the time. That script starts running in our head. So let's talk about let's talk about some stones. So often we carry these stones that we picked up when we were a kid. There's a gal I work with that when she gets overwhelmed by her to-do list, um, she's running a business, she's got three kids, she's got a lot of things going on. And when she gets overwhelmed by her to-do list, or maybe she misses something, maybe she forgets something, that's her trigger. And she starts remembering how her, her dad used to call her lazy as a kid. Literally, she goes back to being this 14-year-old kid in the Midwest and her dad saying, you're lazy and you don't finish projects. And then she then takes it forward to being 40 and saying, hey, I'm not on top of my to-do list. I'm not on top of my business the way I need to because, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm lazy. So she's got the stone in her pocket saying lazy. She's still carrying it around. Oh, and sidebar conversation. Dear Pivot Me listener, please never, never, never call your kid lazy. I know sometimes it can slip out. Things can slip out as parents, but I can't tell you how many people are still struggling at 40 because they were called lazy at 14. Lazy and stupid are just nasty words. Don't use them. If you've used them, stop. Don't say them anymore. All right, back to my gal, my business owner. She's not lazy. It's almost laughable to to put her in that context, but it isn't laughable to her. And when she gets overwhelmed by the things that she's got to do, she reaches in her pocket and she feels that lazy stone. It's still there. Whenever she's feeling overwhelmed, she goes back and she feels the weight of lazy. We want her to let that go, release that. I was discussing this topic in a group setting with several business owners, and one of the men spoke up about his stone. So for Adam, the stone he was carrying around was connected to a previous business he owned probably 10 years ago. He had made some, some bad decisions in business, and unfortunately, he, he had a partner in this business. They lost all the money they put in and eventually they lost the business. So the stone Adam was carrying around was shame. He felt ashamed that he had caused his partner to lose the money and actually avoided his old partner ever since then. Not that there was necessarily bad blood between them, but because he felt ashamed. So he's got this big stone in his pocket called shame. Sometimes the stone we're carrying around that's tripping us up is something that we've got to forgive ourselves for. When we're talking in this podcast, we're talking about living this big, beautiful life. It's not always perfect, but we keep striving to make it better and better. We've got to understand what trips us up. We've got to understand the dead weight we're carrying around, and we've got to figure out techniques to release them. So every time we reach for that stone, for him, it was reaching for that stone of shame. It put him in this bad place, right? He didn't, he didn't talk to his old partner because of this, which was really unfortunate because he used to be one of his best friends. 
So when we went through this exercise together, that was one of his major stones, was shame over the decisions he made in his business. So what was Adam's job to do? He had to let it go. How do you dump out your pockets and stop self-sabotaging? First, you have to know what your stones are. And often we want to hide from our stones. We hide them from ourselves. We certainly hide them from other people. So we need to really examine what they are. What stone are you carrying around in your pocket right now? Don't let those stones unravel you. We're going to recognize our stones and then we're going to recondition ourselves for success by letting them go. I'm April Garcia, an international business advisor, performance coach, serial entrepreneur, traveler, mama, wife, and just about everything in between. I've made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I only advise great executives and ambitious entrepreneurs on growing their business, having the right mindset, and contributing more to their world. So as I'm talking through these sort of the the concept of these stones that are in your pocket, right? These things that are weighing us down, whether that's shame like Adam was experienced or the idea of laziness. Um, Are you thinking, you should be thinking, what are my stones? What do I have in my pocket? Whether it's a limiting belief, whether it's something someone told me a long time ago, and I sometimes find evidence to support that lie. What is it that's in there? Maybe it's something you got to forgive yourself for. There's something in there, and hopefully you already know it. Maybe you know a couple of them. We're going to bring this around to the challenge, right? We're going to bring this around to what you're actually going to do. So hopefully you've gotten some insight. Hopefully you've gotten some idea on, well, maybe there is this thing. Maybe it's maybe it's worthiness. Maybe it's, I don't know, social media. I'm sabotaging with social media because when I should be getting up and advancing this initiative, instead I spent an hour and a half on social media in the morning before I got out of bed. I don't know what it is, but I bet you probably do. Now let's turn it around to action because we're not just passive listeners here, right guys? If we're going to educate, elevate, and execute, we cannot forget the third E. It's not do you E2, it's do you E3. The third one's execute. So what does executing on this topic mean for now? I want you to get yourself a Sharpie and I want you to go find a stone and you're going to write on that stone the thing that you need to release, the way that you're self-sabotaging, the thing you've got to forgive yourself for, maybe forgive somebody else for. I mean, this is a really profound experience if you follow the steps because then you're going to go and physically you got a physical manifestation of this thing in your hand. Put it in your pocket. You're going to go stand in front of a body of water, ocean, lake, river, whatever that looks like to you. And you're going to think on how this word has affected you for five minutes. All right? You're going to think, you're going to imagine all the ways that, for, for Adam, all the ways that this shame has affected him because it affected his relationship with his partner. He didn't have a relationship with his partner anymore. Maybe the snooze button is what you're self-sabotaging with. Maybe you're going to write snooze on your rock. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's when I got on Bumble and they seemed too great, I didn't answer back. And you're going to write Bumble on your rock, which I've learned what that is because I have millennial staff and they're on Bumble, apparently. Um, There's probably something cooler out now. I don't know. But whatever that is, write it on that rock and sit for five minutes and think about it. Now, when you're ready... You're going to take that stone and you're going to release it into the body of water. But before you do that, take a picture of the stone because things are about to change. 
And you're going to want to remember that moment. And guys, again, if done well, this can be a profound exercise. What can be really powerful is that if you share this experience with somebody else, you take a photo of it. Maybe you take a photo of your rock. Maybe you just take a photo or a video of you throwing the rock in the water. But this is a powerful, powerful experience. Quick story. So one of the uh, one of the people that I worked with on this exercise had this really interesting approach to this. So usually people go out and they find their stone. They get the idea of the word. They find their stone. They write it on. They think on it. It's It ends up being a really profound experience for people. One of the people that I was working with, he didn't let go of the, the stone. It was very interesting. So he found this big jagged stone, right? And he shoved it in his pocket. And he literally walked around for several days with this large pokey rock in his pocket. He wanted to physically feel what that stone had been had been doing to him, what it had cost him for all those years by carrying it around. When I asked him when he was going to release the stone, he said, I'm going to know, I'll know when it's the right time. And it was so impactful. It was so, such a profound experience. And he eventually did toss the stone, probably after several days of wearing out his dockers in the process. Um, Do people still wear dockers? I don't know, maybe pants. Anyways, okay. But he did release it. And through that and a series of other work, his life's completely changed, right? He's been on quite a journey, but don't just move through this exercise quickly. Spend some time, actually do it. Spend some time thinking about how that word, that stone has impacted your your life. And when, when you're ready to release that stone, it's a very liberating experience. I mean, I've had people walk out onto docks and sit, um, you know, they said, I intended to sit there for five minutes, but then I found myself on the edge of this dock in someplace I usually don't visit, staring at the water for an hour, getting emotional about how this thing on this word on the stone has impacted me. Some gently toss it into the water and watch it sink to the bottom. And some people just haul off and throw it off the pier. Depends on what you need. But just know that isn't serving you anymore. And it's time to let it go to get to that next level. So go get your stone, go get your Sharpie. And here's the thing. If you don't have a body of water nearby, I get it. I live in a desert. So don't let not having a body of water nearby hold you back. I have a a gal that I work with. um, she She didn't have water. She couldn't get out of the office. She was very, very busy. And she'd actually just started a new role with a company. And this was fun. She took her piece of paper and she, I love it. She flushed it down the toilet of her office here's the cool thing. Her word was perfectionism. And she didn't let perfectionism get in the way of releasing her stone. I loved the idea, though. I imagined, if you will, like I just I love this imagery. So she she's an executive. She'd recently started with a new company and she did it in the office bathroom, but it was like stalls. So not her own private bathroom, it's stalls. So I just kept imagining her with her smart blazer going into the bathroom that lots of other people are using, her feet pointed like the other way, like her her little, her perfectly buffed shoes facing towards the toilet, <laughs> not away from it, like you should be if you're using the bathroom. And you know that sound that your phone makes when you're taking a, a picture, right? I doubt she remembered to take that off. Like that that's not something that would occur to me to take off the sound. And I could just picture people seeing her feet pointed the other way and like cameras going off and people are like, wow, this, this, this new gal's pretty pretty interesting. So, um, but beside all that, but despite the fact that she faced potentially corporate ridicule, she didn't let that get in the way. She wrote the word perfectionism on her stone, on her piece of paper rather. And she, don't throw it in this, don't throw a stone in the toilet. Your landlord will kill you. Um, she wrote it on a piece of paper 
and she flushed it down the toilet at her office. So don't let the little, don't let the details, don't let the nuances get in the way, guys. It's the experience of what you're releasing. How are you feeling about our field trip? How are you feeling about our little experience? It's amazing. It really can be a transformative experience because the truth is we're not our stones. That person that we're creating is not who we were a year ago. And it's not certainly not who we were 10 years ago. It's not the mistakes from the last 10 years. This is this is about who we're going to be today and tomorrow and that version that keeps getting better and better. So we've got to release those stones that are holding us back. Let this be a cathartic process. Let this be a transformative process. Get yourself lighter. Get yourself heavier. Take a photo and share it. Share it. We would love, love, love to see what you are releasing, whether it's the word or just the process. I've gotten videos from all over the world of uh, people, again, sometimes they're hurling. Um, I'm just thinking about one. It was a big, giant, I don't even know how he picked it up, but off of a pier, I've seen it as little pebbles dropped into crystal clear waters. I've seen it thrown into a choppy ocean. This matters. It's work. Yeah, it's work, but you're worth it. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.